0: Welcome to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I'm Kenya.
1: And I'm Shan. And we, we are, are the Kings. Kings. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Welcome back to Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I know we have taken a short break, um, which is okay to do from time to time. We all need to do that. We're going to go ahead and jump into today's show because we just highly encourage you to get your Bibles, your notebooks, and strap on your seatbelt for what we will be discussing on today. But we have to let you know that Marriage Mondays with the Kings is brought to you by our sponsors. First up, we have Christian Humor force slash inspiration. Now, this is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. For those of you who are into social media, they have a Facebook page that you can check out simply by searching Christian Humor Force slash inspiration. Then we have Lucille Rohn. Lucille Rohn is the founder of Honor and Truth the Veteran Organization, better known as HIPVO. HIPVO exists to encourage veterans to participate in their own healing and transitional process through education, mental services, peer groups, and motivational seminars, providing a supportive environment to honor veterans past, current, and future. HITVO has encouraging veteran apparel available as well that makes you proud to be a veteran. Please get more information by visiting their website at www.LucilleRone.com. That's wwwl R-O-A-N-E dot com. So we're going to go ahead and open up our show with a word of prayer. So
0: if you're joining in with us, we ask you please bow your heads if you can't do so safely. If not, just be with us in thought and in spirit. Father God, we just come to you today giving you glory, honor, and praise. Father God, just thanking you for another day that you've allowed us to wake up to be in your presence, dear God, to be able to come before your people and give them a rainbow word that will help them in their marriages and their lives and their relationships, dear God. Father God, on today we come just asking you to continue to have your hands up on your people, dear God. Continue to let your blessings flow. And from that, Heavenly Father, we pray that individuals will continue to do what you have called them to do. Father God, we pray that individuals will turn from their evil ways, dear God, that they would seek your face, dear God, that they would just be what you have called them to be to make a difference in this world. Father God, on the day we're just praying for those individuals who have lost loved ones. We pray for individuals who have gone on to heaven before us. We're praying for those families who've lost those loved ones in shootings across this country, dear God. Father God, we just come up against mass shootings. We come up against any shootings right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, let violence be beneath us and let peace and love prevail. So we ask on the day, dear God, that you would penetrate the hearts of men and women and children, dear God, that you would turn their hearts from violence and anger, Heavenly Father, into love and of peace and unity, dear God. Father God, for those that are in hospitals, those that are behind prison walls, we ask that your words would permeate those establishments, dear God, and heal people right now in the name of Jesus, not only from a physical standpoint, Father God, but also in a mental standpoint as well. Father God, we pray for those who are going through in different things and times in their life right now. We ask that we pray them through and that they will be able to go through and come out on the other side and they give you the glory and honor for everything that you do. So Father, as we go forth in the show, we ask that you would give us words to speak to your individuals. We ask that you decrease us so that you may be increased. But Father God, we also ask that you would increase marriage on today, dear God, that the spirit of divorce would not run rampant throughout the land, that the institution that you have set forth would thrive, continue to thrive, and be fruitful in all that we do. So Father, we just thank you for what you've done and even for what you're yet going to do. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
1: Amen, amen. And so our motto for our show is helping to build stronger marriages, which leads to stronger families and stronger communities. Our foundational scripture for this show comes from the book of Matthew, chapter 19, verse 6, where it reads, So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let no one separate.
0: And then just a, a recap of the last show that we did. It was entitled Marriage and Death, uh, if you did not get a chance to listen in at that particular uh, show and we've been off the air for a while we ask that you please go over to buzzsprout.com uh, look for that particular show marriage and debt and you can just get a recap of everything that we talked about in that particular show uh, when you think about marriage and debt uh, what we really have to really focus on is marriage first two mm-hmm. individuals becoming one and how does debt keep you from being that in that oneness? How does debt keep you from achieving those goals that not only you want to attain, but that God wants you to attain? So I think it's very vital that we take those two topics, and when we merge them together, they're very serious. Uh, we take a really good, hard, deep dive into that, and we pray that your marriage... Uh, Is successful and that you don't get sucked into debt because I believe it is the advice of the enemy to hold God's people down from the blessing that God has for them.
1: Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Totally agree. And so we're going to get into today's topic for our show. Um, It is entitled help. My mother-in-law is taking over my marriage. Again, help, my mother-in-law is taking over my marriage. And we'll talk a little bit later as we start opening up today's topic, how this came about. But we wanna let you know that views expressed on this show are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of KRGN 98.5 FM, its management, or other advertisers. KRGN 98.5 FM holds no responsibility for the validity or accuracy of information on this show.
0: So as we get into today's show, um, and once again, the marriage question of the day is going to be, why does the husband or wife, allow this type of behavior from his or her mother-in-law to go on. And so our Marriage Mondays with the King's Disclaimer, please keep in mind that although we are counseling professionals, the information shared on our radio show is for ministry and educational purposes only. Also note that topics discussed are reflective of supporters who contact us designed to have a deeper knowledge of these topics. No information is shared on our show based upon our counseling experiences. Topics are for the encouragement of marriage, families, and communities as God desires for us to minister. And so with that, marriage question of the day, once again, why does the husband and wife allow this type of behavior from his or her mother to go on in that particular relationship?
1: And so, okay, let's just... From time to time, what we do is we reach out, you know, to those on our various platforms and we ask them, what are some tough topics that they would like for us to discuss that is affecting their marriage or whatever the case may be. And so with this topic, we may think, oh, you know, things are always said against mother in-laws and bad mother in-laws, this and this stigma with bad mother in-laws. Well, I'm here to tell you that, um, with the information that we have received People are really being challenged in their marriages in a negative way pertaining to the in-laws that they have. And so we are really going to get into it. We've been asked by several people to discuss this topic. And so we are going to get into it for the sake of time, because Lord knows we have a lot (laughs) to talk about when it comes to this.
0: So as we talk about this particular issue, uh, the, one of the things that I want to take a good look at, and I'm, I'm going towards that mother-in-law side and I'm not trying to take the mother-in-law side. I'm, I'm not trying to just stay on, on that one area, but we may have to ask ourselves the question sometimes, uh, and, and take a look is, does the mother-in-law have a empty nest syndrome problem?
2: Mm.
0: Has the mother-in-law, maybe the, um, father passed on, maybe she was, um, the mother in a single family household. And because the son has left, that's all that she really sees. That's all that she really knows. So she has a problem with that empty nest uh, syndrome. She can't let go because she's at home alone. She Maybe she doesn't feel that anybody else wants to have anything to do with her. And her inserting herself in the marriage puts her in that place where she feels that I have a little bit of control. I'm not by myself. My son or daughter, whatever the case may be, is right here. And that may be the issue. I'm not making an uh, excuse for her. But sometimes when we look at problems, we got to look at that problem from a full scale, 360 degrees to try to get at the root of that. The second thing that I want to get into is sometimes we have to ask ourselves the question, husband, wife, did you open that door to let that problem in?
1: Mm, Come on.
0: Because sometimes we see those issues even before we get married. Mm -hmm. And because you didn't say anything then, you mm-hmm. kept quiet, you didn't communicate certain things, then now it's become a bigger problem. Mm-hmm. Or did you do certain things that put your wife aside to pour your mom in that created that issue? Mm-hmm. Sometimes we show more respect to our mothers, our, our parents, than we do our wife. Mm-hmm. But, you know, in the Bible, Genesis second chapter and the 24th verse says, you know, for this reason a man shall leave his father and his mother, should cleave unto the wife, and the two become one.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm.
0: But sometimes we have that mother-in-law that we put on the pedestal or we put them in a certain position to make them uh, a third wheel.
2: Mm.
0: And, and this ain't a tricycle when it comes to marriage. This Come is that 10-speed, that BMX bike. Come on. And, and, and the thing that we have to understand with that is that no one is saying that you have to put your mother aside.
2: Mm-hmm. What
0: we're saying is from a biblical perspective, your duties or to your household first, Mm -hmm. your first Jerusalem, Mm. because you married your wife, not your mother.
1: Come on. Uh, Let me touch on that Genesis 2 and 24. Now, please note that, you know, y'all been listening for some time. Your girl, she ain't going to keep it real. But I wanted to just exergy a little bit that scripture. And so my husband read I'm reading from the English Standard Version. Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Now, I, in reading this scripture and speaking of the scripture on a different platform before, I have had a wife say, "Oh, okay. Well, you, you know, y'all, the the Bible says a man shall leave. It never said da da da. So we'll leave that leave that alone. But let me get into what. Therefore, a man." This is the question that I have to ask, husbands. The Bible says, "Therefore, a man." Sometimes, for for some reason, it seems like when it comes to your mother, you still allow the little boy in you to handle situations. So when it causes discourse between, um, you know, allowing your mother, placing your mother as in the place that your wife should be. And your wife is like the third wheel. She feels like she's abandoned. I would have to ask this question. The word of God says, therefore, a man. So are you carrying yourself as a man and handling the situation as the head of your household? Or are you allowing the little boy in you to deal with this situation? Because when it comes to mamas, you know, the, the cliche is therefore said, you know, oh, he's a mama's boy or whatever the case may be, or she's a daddy's girl. But are you operating as a grown man, as this scripture said, therefore a man? A man generally handles his business. A man generally, and you know, goes and has no problem saying, mama, we need to talk. Mama, I love you and everything, but we need to talk. But see, what came to my mind was this. The scripture that most of us was raised on, Which comes from the book of Ephesians Chapter 6 verse 1 Where it says that children are to obey Their parents in the Lord Um, And so sometimes I think We get that twisted You can still obey your parent You can still honor your parent Because the scriptures do speak of Honoring our elders um, Which um, I digress in a sense Because a lot of people have gotten away from that They don't give respect to the elders You can still give respect to the elders But as the head of your household Have that conversation whether this be for the husband or for the wife. Because wives, some of us, are bad about allowing or uh, comparing our husband's covering to our dad's covering. And so you'll put your husband down and you will see your uh, dad in the place. You're not married to your dad, sis. You're not married to your dad, boo. You're married to your husband. And that's why the two of you should work together to become one. So if this is an issue... In a home today for someone who's listening, husband, I need you to ask yourself, according to this scripture, Genesis 2 and 24, are you carrying yourself as a man and handling your business, respectfully talking to whomever you need to talk to in your family? Because sometimes families can be the great destroyers of marriage. Let's just keep it real. Somebody up in here today. Are you having the conversation as a grown man or are you submitting yourself as a little boy and what you're doing is you're telling your wife, oh baby, it's okay. That's my mama. That's just how she is. We just got to deal with this or whatever the case may be. Because when a wife marries you, she she comes under the uh, uh, assumption that you're going to protect her by any means necessary against family, friend, or foe. So do you regress into being a little boy? Um, or do you handle your business and have that grown man conversation so that the balance of your marriage and your home can stay stable? I'm mm-hmm. just asking.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point. And I think, uh, as we have said in a lot of shows and a lot of things dealing with relationship issues, uh, communication is usually always one of the top factors that's there. Mm-hmm. And so communicating, setting boundaries, were boundaries discussed, were they set, with the spouse and was that communicated to that particular Mm in-law you know you can say between you and your your wife that this is what's going to happen in relation to that but if you don't go tell that in-law about what's discussed and the rules and the boundaries are there number one how are they going to know where their position is
1: Mm Because you're allowing it to happen. Because you're allowing
0: it to happen. Mm -hmm. And then at the same time, if you're not going to follow what you discussed, why did you do it in the first place? Come on. Now, I'm going to go back before the marriage. Okay. Uh, You were dating. Mm-hmm. You got engaged. There was probably signs that there may have been some issues that were coming beforehand. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we got to be on the on the lookout for those signs and deal with those things at an early point before it becomes too big and turns into like a cancer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so with that, I want to take you back to your wedding day. Everybody's wedding vows aren't the same, but just go with me. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine the pastor being there and saying these words that a lot of us have heard. If there be anyone here to think these two should not be joined together in holy matrimony, speak now and forever hold your peace.
1: Dang, baby, you did good.
0: Mother in laws, it's time for you to hold your peace because you had your, you, you had your chance.
2: Mm,
0: you were, the, the wedding went forward. It was okay mm. then. Why is there a the problem now? Mm. But we have to understand, mother in laws, and, and, and I want you to understand my heart. I'm not calling you a devil.
2: Mm-hmm. But John 10
0: says 10 says that the enemy comes but to steal, kill, kill and destroy. destroy. Are yes, you destroying God. your son or your daughter, your son-in-law or your daughter's mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. relationship? My God. Mm-hmm. Because you're causing division. And, and I'm not going to take either side for the mother-in-law or for the son, or h- however the relationship is. But we have to take a look at it from this. The enemy comes in and he causes division and confusion. Mm. God is not the author of confusion. Yes. And so if you are causing confusion and division for your child, mm. what are you really saying about not only yourself, but look what you're doing to that individual.
1: Yes. Yes. So
0: setting boundaries and talking about them and then discussing it with in-laws and say, this the way it is. My wife and I are on one accord. That's the way that it's going to be. They have to be able to accept that. Or not. They take it or leave it. Uh But in the end, in that relationship, the husband and the wife, you're going to be in position for where you need to be because the man left his father and mother and he uh, started to cleave unto that wife. Uh If you allow somebody to keep you from from cleaving and becoming one, you'll never achieve that goal of of oneness, Mm. of being whole as a husband and a wife. Mm -hmm. And what you also have to understand is this, and we run this through the show almost every topic that we have. What you are doing if you have children
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and they are seeing that, what do you think that your son is going to do when he gets married? The
1: same thing because he thinks that it's right. Right, so Mm -hmm.
0: spouses, wives, Mm -hmm. when this is going on, Understand, you're asking your husband to be in position to lead his family, to treat you as the wife. Now, when your son get married, don't you turn into that mother-in-law. Come
1: on now. Come on. Okay, so so we told y'all this was going to be something. We told y'all when we came back, this was going to be something. So let me kind of share with you some of the examples, you know, because we're good for giving examples and things like that that have been shared with us through our radio show, uh, social medias of marriage Mondays with the Kings. These are two prime examples that, that wives have said that they've had issue with actually it's, it's even three. Um, one being one said that, um, the mother-in-law became friends with the woman that she desired for her son to marry. So the mother-in-law didn't necessarily care for the fact that the son married the wife, this particular wife. And so what she do is she disrespects, um, the wife. And so when there are family functions, when there are, you know, Christmas, whatever the case may be, the mother-in-law purposely invites the other woman that she wished that her son had married. And in this situation, because the woman said that we could share, um, there was infidelity that had taken place. And so between her husband and this lady that was friends with him before they had got married, but the mother-in-law knew this, she was aware of this. And because she wanted her son to marry um, this young lady, she purposely uh, uh, you know, invites the lady to things that she knows that her son and her daughter-in-law is gonna be present. Um, another one um shares at which we hear this from a lot of wives where the mother-in-law is fully capable and able of taking care of her own self physically fully capable and able but what she does is she makes it her son's responsibility and kind of in a sense um it's I'm not I don't want to say pressure it's another word she manipulates, I'm just going to keep it real. She manipulates her son in such a way to make him feel like it's his responsibility to take care of her home as well as him and his wife's home to make her feel like she comes first before the wife, because I'm your mother. So she pities him to do this, which again, caused discourse, um, between the, 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 the husband and his wife. And then another situation that was shared with us um in reference to this is where the husband Will put his wife on the back burner like she's a a second class citizen in comparison to his mom. So instead of lifting up his wife as the queen, he he allows the mom to come in and places the mom on the throne. Any decisions that need to be made, he don't make it with the wife. He make it with his mama, and then he tell the wife, "This is what we're gonna do because this is what me and mama was talking about in in reference to the husband and wife's home." So I. I just wanted to let y'all know that this right here is not something that we just come up with with whim. People are actually struggling with this in their marriages. I know for a fact, personally, friends that their marriages have been destroyed because of this very thing. And so we encourage you, we're not bashing the men. Because like we said before, um, there are wives, you allow this same thing to happen. You place your daddy on a pedestal. You talk your husband down like a dog. You make your husband feel less than because my daddy, when I was in school, my daddy bought me a Mercedes Benz. My daddy had me in name brand clothing. You too busy focuses on what your daddy was doing and how he provided, but you forget, uh, uh, baby girl, you are the one who accepted your husband's proposal. You probably knew the things that your husband was capable of before you even said, I do. But what you're trying to do is mold your husband into being your father instead of uplifting your husband, praying for him, covering him and being the supportive wife that you should be. And you sit up and wonder why your marriage is not working. So yes, we could talk about the mother-in-laws. Me and my husband can very well talk about this topic because we are mother and father-in-law. (laughs) we have two children who are married. And so what we don't understand, and I just want to speak real quick before passing it over to my husband from a mother's perspective. I'm going to speak from a mother's perspective. I know for our children, I have been praying over them as small as them being a baby in my arms. I have been praying for God to uh, uh, bless them with the husband and the wife that he has created for them. Ever since they were little, we have been preparing our sons, although they are not perfect and we tell them this, Oh no, no, no. You have to learn how to work because guess what? You are going to be someone's husband one day. So you have to be able to prepare yourself. That's what we do for our sons and y'all can ask them. But as a mother, sometimes it's hard, especially when you have that oldest child to let them go. And then you, you want them to, you know, you want to still guide them when they get out into the world and that's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes it's hard for us as mothers to cut that, the string, if you will, and just believe God that, that training up a child in the way that they should go. Scripture that we talk about that we know also well in the Bible to believe God to just you know what I'm saying? Let them go. And so let them go out into the world and we pray for them and we cover them. See, we don't do that sometimes as mothers. What we do is try to interject them and control every single thing that they're going to do. You're not going to do this. Oh, this is what you're going to do. Hello, ma'am. Hello, sis. Hello, fellow, uh, you know, mother or whatnot. I can solely understand. But the question is, are you going to continue to try to control your son or are you going to have faith in God? Mm. Are you going to sit back and know, Hey, I'm going to continue to cover that. My son or my daughter will make the right decision, even though they may not make the decision that we want them to make. It's not about us because guess what? Just like we had to learn some things, God got to take them through some things and see, we can't be there every step of the way to cop them like little boys. We got to understand we raised men, we raised women. So what we have to do is cover them in prayer, not try to dictate and at every little thing that they do in their life because if you marry mama you need to be still trying to take care of your own home you still need to be the wife in your own home so you can't be a wife to your son and and then you trying to be the wife to your son be the mother to your son and then you also trying to be the wife in your own home because when you juggling all those let me let you know something is gonna drop So either you're going to lose your marriage trying to be invested in your son's marriage and be his wife minus the physical, or you're going to lose your own marriage.
0: Mm, That's good. That's real good. And so I want to go there just for a moment and really getting really deep into this whole mother-in-law thing. And it could be a father-in-law that's doing the exact same thing. We just go say in-laws. Yes. You have to recognize what your position is. Come
1: on, sir. You have to
0: recognize what your position is, and a uh, position is defined by a place where someone or something is located or has been put. See, so you can be in position and be out of order.
1: Mm, my God! You can mm. be in
0: position but be out of order. Come on, sir! And so, in that relationship where God has set order, that order is established by God, man, wife, kids and then other individuals. Mm, So you may put your position, mother-in-law, where you think that wife is at. So you're in position, but you're out of God's order. You're out of God's will. And Mm -hmm. what that happens when you get out of position and out of order, you can't receive the blessings from God. So you are blocking blessings that your family should have coming from the head down. Wow. The, The oil runs from the head down. Come on. And so if your son is got the same umbrella that you have, how can he really be effective covering his family Mm. when you're trying to do that? Mm. That's not your position. That's not your order. Mm. So Mm. we have to take a good understanding of that. And so understand this. For some people, you know I love analogies, and it's football season. (laughs) Everybody on the football field has a position. Okay. The tight end can't play quarterback.
2: Come on. Come on. Mm -hmm. The
0: tight end can't play quarterback. You have to play your position where you're at so that the whole team can achieve what it feels like to get a touchdown. Mm -hmm. When you get out of position and try to do everything for everybody else, you're throwing off that order. Mm -hmm. So what we're asking in-laws to do is to just stay in your position where you're supposed to be and keep that order where it's at. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, man, husband, husband, You've already been put in that position. You've been set in divine order. Can you sit in the throne and act like a king is supposed to?
1: Come on. Come on. So
0: all too often, men, we don't do that. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, on the
0: flip side of that, I want to talk to the spouses for a minute. Sometimes you put your man out of order.
1: Come on. Wow. Wow.
0: So maybe some of the decisions that he is making is based on because you won't let him make decisions. Come
1: on. You trying to be the man.
0: You trying to be the man, <laughs> but then you want him to be the man only when you want him to be. Oh, my God. See, now that your feelings are hurt by the mother-in-law, the father-in-law, now you need to be a man to step up. At any time else, I, I just need you to be underneath me. Mm. So that means you're out of position and order as well.
1: Mm. My God. Oh, my God. I think I'm about to take off in my chando and run. Cause my spirit, oh, so, so Mr. King, how about we do this? How about we go ahead and get into our commercial break because we almost halfway through the show, and then we come back with this meat that we are serving, this prime rib that we're serving to the to the local listeners. How about that?
0: All right. So as we get into <laughs> our uh, small commercial break, um, we you know we love to thank those individuals who support Marriage Mondays with the King. Yes, we do. Uh, we're about to be working on. Coming up on three, three years. years mm-hmm. Uh doing this radio show. And a lot of people have heard us say that when we started this out uh, we went on another show. We were supporting an individual that we was sure uh, on that show. Uh-huh. Uh, this was presented to us, and we were just like, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. We'll try and just see where it goes. Uh-huh. But, you know, being obedient to what God has called us to do, Amen. when you think something may be only a couple of shows or six months, it turns into three, <laughs> three years, years. All right? <laughs> and so with that, thanking everyone who supports us and all that you do. Yes. Uh, so we're starting out right now. In Farmington, Missouri, okay. and we're sending a big shout out to Paula Herman.
2: Hey Paula,
0: Paula Herman of Farmington, Missouri, yes. and then all the way up in New York, Buffalo, New York, we want to send a big shout out to Tim Cross. Hey so, Tim, so Tim, thank you so much for supporting us. Where's Buffalo? Buffalo is it
1: like the top of New York? Uh, I
0: think it's up in there. They got a football oh team that I don't particularly care for, but that's all baby, right. Baby, baby, yeah, we'll get back back at the ranch. <laughs> and so also uh, going over to Cologne, Germany. Okay, Dominique Lanson. So, Hmm. Dominique, thank you so much for listening in and being a supporter. So, once again, we just want to thank those three individuals for being a supporter of Marriage Mondays with the Kings, but not only them, no matter what capacity that you support us in. If you are a sponsor, if you're listening in, if you're praying for us, if you have us in your thoughts, we just want to thank you for your support that you're giving us, and we ask you to continue to support us as God continues to give us this ministry for marriages, and we move forward here on KRGN 98.5 FM The Rock.
1: Yes, yes.
0: And so also going into our anniversaries you know we love anniversaries amen (laughs) and so we're going to go ahead and send some good shout outs to that uh to a good friend of mine that i had the opportunity to serve with in the army Mm -hmm. uh he is now retired uh booker and tina jordan of colorado 17 years on the second wow 17 years so happy anniversary to you guys Also to David and Beantria Webb. Benetria. Benetria. I Mm -hmm. knew I was going to mess that up. (laughs) Uh, Of Columbia, South Carolina. They're married nine years on the 4th. Oh, wow. And then here in the Central Texas area to Eric and Latoya Skinner of Temple, Texas, uh, married 17 years on the sixth. Wow. And so to those three couples, we want to say happy anniversary. We ask that God continues to bless you with many more. But not only those three, anyone who is celebrating the anniversary in any capacity, uh, we just want to say happy anniversary to you. And we ask God continues to bless you, your union, your children, your children's children uh, as well.
1: Amen. And so we know that, you know, this is our time where we speak about the community as well. Um, our children are back in school. You know, we ask that you all join and pray throughout the school year, covering these babies. Um, just like my husband was speaking of, we know in the past, there have been a lot of mass shootings, especially, you know, here in the United States specifically. So we ask that you would just join with us to pray for the teachers, keep them covered, you know, in prayer, keep these children covered in prayer. Everyone who works for the schools, because that's what we as a community need to do. We need to Rise up and be in support, not just in physical, but also in spiritual, in prayer, in covering them. So we just, um, Pray that God will allow these babies to have an amazing school year, uh, graduation, and everything else. Those who are even at the college campuses, that God will keep you covered as well. So we just encourage the communities to surround yourself, um, just surround these babies and these schools and Things like that and keeping them covered in prayer, not just today, but throughout the year. Now we want to make a church announcement. I love to say that probably because, you know, being raised in church, but Agape Church of God in Christ single ministry is presenting. I need my ID identity power in one conference And so the pastors is superintendent Michael and first lady Ella Johnson of Agape church of God in Christ. This conference is going to take place September the 27th through the 29th. So that's going to be a Friday, a Saturday and a um, Sunday. And so on Friday, it'll start at seven 30 It's going to be open to the public and they will have the conference speaker. And then they'll do a singles mixer after the service on Saturday. Um, they are going to have a singles breakfast Um, child care will be provided but you must register and then they're going to do free bowling, um, a free bowling fellowship after the conference that Saturday for those who register. And that'll be from nine to two. And then on Sunday, they're going to have a guest speaker. Well, it will start at 1030. The address is 3000 Little Nolan Road, Killeen, Texas, 76542. The registration, the breakfast and lunch and a conference bag will be twenty five dollars. And so to register, you need to go to Agape kojic.org which is a a g a p e c o g i c dot o r g and so again that will be taking place um september the 27th through the uh, 29th later on this month now we want to thank you so much for supporting marriage mondays with the kings and not just marriage mondays with the kings but all the the shows and the music and just KRGN as a whole from the bottom of our heart. Please keep in mind, KRGN is a 100% listener supported radio station. And so in saying that, if you would like to sow into KRGN seeds of, you know, monetary seeds, seeds of love, or speak life, pray, whatever the case may be. But for your monetary seeds, if you would like to sow a seed of love, please send it to 100 West Central Texas Expressway, Suite Number 307, Harker Heights, Texas, 76548. If you are in our local area, everyone knows where the big red extraco co, that's what we say, the big red building in Harker Heights on the corner, extra co bank building is located. You can go up to the third floor, whether it be the elevator, the stairs, once you make a right, go all the way down. And on the right-hand side, you will see a drop box where you can drop your seeds of love in there. Thank you so much for those who have been supporting um, KRGN, we greatly appreciate it. We're going to move on for the sake of time, but you know we can never do that without thanking our spiritual overseers, Pastor Rodney and First Lady Karen Gilchrist. They are a beautiful couple, and oh my God, um, Lady Karen she has the most beautiful smile, and Pastor Rodney keeps it real. So we thank them so much for their spiritual covering. We want to say thank you for the to the radio station owners, which is Mr. Rondo and his lovely wife Tamisha Grace for KRGN and walking and what it is that God has called you to do because it is truly a blessing to many. And then all the radio personalities for KRGN, the volunteers, the sponsors, all those who donate and sow seeds into KRGN, we want to say thank you. Keep in mind, KRGN does have a app. So if you desire to, if you're listening via our website, KRGN website, and you desire to listen via app, um, so you can keep it locked 24 hours a day. Go to your Play Store and search KRGN space FM and you will see a royal blue and white app in which you can download. If you, your work or tr- you travel around the world and you like to stay connected, you can do so via www.mykrgn.com as long as you have the Wi-Fi. So we're going to go ahead and get back into the second segment of our show. If you are just now joining us, it is entitled Help my mother-in-law is taking over my marriage with the marriage question of the day being why does the husband slash wife allow this type of behavior from his or her mother to go on? Welcome back to the second segment.
0: So as we go into the second segment, I wanted to be able to address something and uh, I want to take this from a counseling perspective. Okay. Uh, If we had a couple that came before us and stated that they were having some issues in their marriage, uh, and most of that had to deal with uh, a mother-in-law problem. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things we would get to before we dove into the meat of the matter, but I think the biggest question that we would have to ask is what is the real reason or the real underlying issue that you let your mother-in-law act the way that she does Mm. for that husband. Mm -hmm. If the mother-in-law was present, what is the real reason why she's acting that way? Mm. I talked to you a little earlier before about the empty nest syndrome. Is that mother uh, going through some type of separation anxiety? Mm -hmm. Because we have to understand that mothers separate a lot. Mm -hmm. That's true. Mothers separate a lot and it's not always comfortable Mm -hmm. Uh, from birth. A son, a daughter, it doesn't matter. You're automatically connected to your mother. hmm You separate when you come from the room, in a sense, but another separation occurs when that umbilical cord is cut. hmm See, we cut that umbilical cord because we know at that point you can't keep that attached to that baby, but then recognizing the fact that your son is now a man, you have to cut that umbilical cord.
1: Amen. Amen. You have to
0: be able to let that go. And it's hard for individuals to do that. And we understand. But in the end, you have to understand what damage are you doing to your family or what damage are you doing to that system? Uh And so with that, we also have to take a look at some other things that are there. That mother has recognized that that boy is now a man. Uh But from the wife's perspective, the wife has to understand that she has to show respect to that in-law. And also reverence her. Uh-huh. See, respect goes both ways. Now, if you do your part and that mother-in-law doesn't, then guess what? You, you're not going to be held accountable for anything. Uh-huh. But a lot of times, the wife doesn't even want to have anything to do with the mother-in-law. And the only thing you guys do is button heads like rams. Uh-huh. And so from that, let's take it to the Bible. The Bible tells us that the old women should teach the new women.
1: The younger. The, mm. the,
0: younger, the mm-hmm. younger women.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: sometimes there's a lot that you can learn from your mother-in-law that can help you in your relationship. But if you're not willing to open up your ears and be heard, if you're not going to show respect uh, towards her, you're going to have issues anyway.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
0: so we have to get into a position where we say we, we need to try. And if that person doesn't accept it, guess what? Then shake the dust off your feet and you got to be able to move on.
1: Yeah. But
0: why we also have to take a look at it from this point? Knowing that a man has to uh, make that separation as well uh, from his mother, it may not be that easy for them as well. And you can't compile that by constantly nagging at him. There has to be communication between all parties to be able to talk this out, work this through for the benefit of the relationship. The benefit of the relationship. So it's my prayer for anyone who is going through this situation that number one, you should always be praying. You pray that there is no confusion. You pray that there is no uh, division that will be going on. You come up against that in the name of Jesus. Secondly, you got to be able to do something. I would suggest that you find a pastor that you can talk to about the situation. You find a counselor, family counselor that may be able to uh, come in and help with that because it may not change overnight. And then we may find out that there may be some underlying issues why that mother-in-law acts that way. Did she lose a child earlier in life? And now she feels that in a marriage standpoint that she's losing another child. Is there something that's going on with the husband where he feels that he can't let go of the mother in law Has he had separation anxiety or something like that that's been going on? There's a lot of different factors that are there, but when you get down to the root of everything, people have to be willing to deal with their issues. And I think in a lot of relationships, people don't want to deal with those issues, and because they don't deal with them, the problem constantly gets worse. So the question is, are you going to continue to let that bubble get bigger until it bursts, and then you lose that husband, that wife, or husband, did you continue to let your wife be disrespected? You're not standing up for her. Then when she walks out on you, you're wondering why she left. Are you go turn around and marry your mother?
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. to think about. So I wanted to kind of, since we're, you know, in the latter part of our show, I wanted to go ahead and kind of speak to some of these situations that um, people had shared with us um, in pertaining to some of the issues that they are facing when it comes to their mother-in-law. Um, if you're just not joining us in the second part of the show one of them was being that uh the mother the the husband had um stepped out on his wife with an old friend. And so er the, the wife and the husband, the husband and wife worked through this, this infidelity, the situation. Um they went to counseling, rebuilding, doing all the things that needed to be done. And so what ended up happening is um the mother-in-law Wanted her son to marry this young lady, he did, she did not want her son to be with the wife that he's with now. And so what she purposely does is she brings the woman around. She invites her to family functions that she knows that her son and the wife is going to be at. She'll even ask the son, Hey, are you and whatever the wife's name going to be there? And so, yeah, we'll be there, mom, you know, whatever the case may be, or mom or whatever and stuff like that. And so she purposely, and so when I, when I look at this situation, I instantly think brokenness somewhere in there. There has to be a sense of brokenness. And I was sitting up thinking in the first part of the show I had wrote down uh, before we went to commercial break. Why would a mother not want to see their child happy?
2: Mm.
1: So if they had a situation that they've worked through, they're trying to press forward with their marriage. Why would you do a John 10 and 10 as my husband read? Cause I wrote down that scripture, you know, as well. And why are you, uh, uh, being the thief that is coming to steal, kill and destroy? Why are you allowing the devil to use you to destroy your, uh, uh, your son and his wife's marriage simply because you did not want your son to He didn't do what you felt that he should do. And so I agree where my husband was saying, We as mothers, we need to learn how to cut that umbilical cord. I can understand separation issues and everything like that. And that's where communication come in. Now, this is something that I'd seen actually on social media. And I said, wow, it's really profound. You can communicate all you want to. And communication is a real big part of anything that needs to come when you're talking about resolution. But the problem is comprehension, So I can communicate to my husband, baby, let's say, you know, we were in this situation, God forbid, and we were not, but if we were in this situation, I could communicate to my husband, baby, it really bothers me when every time we go to a family function, um, your mom keeps allowing, inviting this, this lady to come. It's like, she's throwing this, this painfulness back up in my face when we're trying to move on. I'm trying to kind of like, I guess, speak from the wife's perspective. And so This is what gets me too, because I've seen this, say this husband is the man of his home. As we were talking about with the scripture, um, early, uh, uh, Genesis two and 24. So he goes and he has a conversation with his mom and he said, you know what, mama, I love you. Um, you know, I thank God for you and everything like that, but you know, what the infidelity that took place, me and my wife have worked through it through counseling. You're fully aware of that. Um, We are moving forward in our marriage or whatever the case he may say. But mama, you know, I'm going to ask you as your son, can you please not invite whomever this lady is to any more family functions? Because what it's doing is it's causing issues in my marriage. You know, could you please not do this? And she get mad. Let's say she say, well, it's in my house. I can invite whoever I want to in my house. That right there is a sign of brokenness and bitterness and and issues and where mama, you need to go and get some help. I highly suggest that you go and get some help. And I would have to ask again, why do you not want your child to be happy? What is the underlying issue that needs to be resolved? You know, what is it? We cannot control the things that our children do. And just like on the flip side, me and my husband have shared this with people all the time. The word of God says, train up a child in the way that they should go. So when they get old, they will not depart from it. We didn't pray, train, talk. This is how you pray. This is what you do. This is how you read scripture. When our sons, when we released them, and matter of fact, our oldest son, before he had went off to the Air Force and we had his uh, cookout, remember, baby? Mm -hmm. What we did is those who were in the village that helped raise him, that were present, we surrounded him, me and my husband laid hands on him, someone else, I can't remember, and we prayed over him. And we released him into the world. So that point going forward, we prayed over him. You know what I'm saying? A lot of us parents are not releasing our children into the world. We train them up. But for somewhere in there, it's like we're afraid that no, we can't continue to pick them up and pat them on their little booties and send them on. We need to believe God that He's going to do what needs to be done. I'm not saying don't be there for your child because Lord knows our children know they can call us anytime. But just call my name and I'll be there. I believe Michael said that back in the day. And so we'll be there for our children. But we do not control and dictate every little thing that they do because they had to learn just like we had to learn. So, mothers, if you find yourself being this mother-in-law, and you in this type of situation, ask yourself what is preventing you from allowing your child, your adult, grown child, to be happy.
0: Mm, that's good, and and I want to take that a little bit further and a little bit deeper. Uh, once again, I'm not calling anyone a s- specific name, but ask yourself the question, mother-in-law, if you are manipulating. Hmm. your son's marriage, Mm. are you using witchcraft? Oh,
1: okay. Wow, we're going deep. Okay, we're going deep. Wow. The spirit of witchcraft. Because it's manipulation.
0: manipulation. Mm -hmm. And so Exodus 22 and 18 says, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. Mm. Are you cutting your life short? Oh, wow. You think you're doing something that's damaging that spouse, Mm -hmm. and you could be doing something that's detrimental to you. Wow. Detrimental to you. Mm. And so that manipulation, why do you have to manipulate in order to get what you may desire? Mm. In other words, you're being selfish.
1: That's true. You are not thinking about your child's happiness. Right.
0: Yeah. And so thinking about being evil you're being rebellious and it's something i believe shouldn't be tolerated you know by the the uh husband mm-hmm. in, in that particular case and th- the wife shouldn't have to put up with it
2: mm-hmm.
1: I agree. and then
0: you know mother-in-law would you want somebody to do that to you come on or did someone do that to you
1: and you just passing on and the hurt. you're
0: passing on the hurt mm-hmm. and so now we have this chain, this cycle that gets started, mm-hmm. and generational curses. Come on. That mm. are starting to come out.
2: Wow. Mm. Wow. So
0: uh, just like in Galatians 5th chapter 19 through the 21st uh, verse, you know, is talking about Uh, the works of the flesh and what you try to manifest there. Mm. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft, Mm. hatred, Mm. discord, jealousy, Mm. fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, things of that nature. And so we have to understand that in that particular area, you are operating outside the will of God.
1: Amen. It is not God's will. And
0: so we have to learn to put that aside for the betterment of our family. I think we can find a way so where individuals can be in their position, they can be in their order and everyone can love each other, respect each other and let the family be in position for God intended it to be.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm. Can I speak about mm-hmm. uh, this one other yes. before we get ready to close the show? As you were talking about manipulation, I would also like to speak to fellow moms as well. Um, I, we, even while serving in the military, all of my adult life, I've seen this scenario played over and over and over again play out where the mother, mother slash mother-in-law tries to manipulate her son into making him feel like it's his responsibility to take care of everything as if he is her man. And before he take care of the things in his own home, which like my husband was talking about in the first segment of the show, that's out of order. You are out of position and you are out of order. When I set up and think as a mother, I don't know. Yes, me and my husband know we're going to grow old one day. We're all going to grow old one day. But what I desire to do right now is set up provisions right now for the day in which I grow old. I never want to come into our children, whether it be our daughter, because we have older, uh, our oldest daughter is married, our oldest son is married. I never want to come in and try to shift the atmosphere because you know how it's said how two women can't stay under the same roof. Mama, I need you to understand this. If it ever come a day that you have to go and stay under your child's roof, whether it be your son or your daughter, baby, that's not your house, you would have to uh, ensure that you submit into the rules of that house. Just like you would expect your children to submit into the rules of your own house. See, we never look at it with the shoe being on the other foot. So if your son and his wife or vice versa does not allow something in their home, you can't just come in because you being the elder person think that you can just shift the whole atmosphere of their home. No, you need to submit to the will of their home because your son is the head of the household. You see what I'm saying? And so that really bothers me and it makes my skin just catch a fire when I hear mothers specifically, because fathers do it too, but more so mothers who you manipulate. You're using witchcraft to try to control your child, to get them to do the things that They would do as if they were staying under your own roof, baby. They under their own roof. That is not of God. That is total witchcraft. Stop it. Cut it out. Go get some help. Go, you know, talk to Jesus, get you in your prayer room, your prayer closet or something. But you cannot go in and destroy because what we have to understand is ultimately you're destroying your future lineage.
0: Mm, That's good. And I got one more thing I wanted to kind of add to that. You know, we talked about different reasons why a mother-in-law may be in this position um, uh, you know, sometimes it could be the fact that they're feeling a sense of entitlement.
1: Oh my God, you're right. You
0: know, you're I right. birthed you, I raised Come you, on. I did this when you know your dad walked out. Mm-hmm. I had the blah mm. blah blah, this, my that, God. and the other. And I can understand that and you need to be praised for making things happen. Thank but you guess for what? what? You did. Your entitlement was what um your entitlement that you're feeling right now is causing harm to your children. That's true. Thank you for what you did. That's what you were supposed to do Come as a mother. Come on. I saw something on uh Facebook and it said, um I'll give credit where credit is due, mm. but I'm not going to applaud a fish for swimming. Ooh,
1: Because that's what you're supposed that's to do. That's what you're
0: supposed to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then guess what else you're supposed to do? When that son marries this lady, you're supposed to be able to back off. Mm. You're yes, supposed God. to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Now, can a mother-in-law step in sometimes and say, hey, let me help. Let me give some advice. Yes. Mm-hmm. Do it respectfully. Hopefully, those children will be able to receive that. But you forcing yourself into a situation Is not going to do it any good. That's true. And so, you know, going back to our question of the day, why does the husband and the wife allow this type of behavior to happen from his mother uh, uh, to go on that that son or that wife may have an issue as well? Maybe they don't want to let go. Maybe they've got some separation anxiety.
2: Mm, Wow.
0: Maybe those uh, individuals are trying to create balance the best way they can and they just can't. Mm-hmm. There's, there's an imbalance there because they're out of the order of what the relationship is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Do you feel closer to your mother than you do your wife? That is an issue within itself.
1: And, and if you do, why? Yes,
0: there's an issue within <laughs> itself. Yes. Or does that husband feels so small he doesn't feel like he's really in position to do anything mm. maybe he doesn't feel like he has that control or that power because he's never been put in his rightful position Come on, it's hard to tell a quarterback to go in the game when the only place you let him sit at is on the bench
1: mm, my god that's good and so um we're gonna he spoke about the question of the day we're gonna talk about the thought of the week um yes sir no, go, ahead. go ahead no so the thought of the week um Reads, no one should come between you and your spouse. They should come alongside of you, but not between you. And that comes from Ashley McCowan, I want to say is the name, the last name. So we want to thank our sponsors for today's show. We have Lucille Rohn, who is the founder of Honor Truth Veteran Organization, better known as HITVO. Lucille Rohn is a mental health provider. Um, she's a licensed clinical social worker, and she just wants to, you know, help veterans. That is her heart and her passion. And so if you need a speaker for a speaking engagement that you got coming up, please feel free to get information by visiting their website at com, which is L-U-C-I-L-L-E. R-O-A-N-E dot com. We have Christian Humor for Slash Inspiration, which is a group that's designed to uplift, inspire, and bring humor to everyday life in a Christian way. For those of you who are on the social media, you can simply check them out on Facebook by searching Christian, <clears throat> excuse me, Christian Humor forward slash inspiration. Now, we want you all to join us back for a fresh, another fresh show on Monday, September the 16th, as we discuss. Marriage will expose what you do not allow God to heal in your singleness. Again, marriage will expose what you do not, what you did not allow God to heal in your singleness. Get healed before you say I do. With the question of the day being, why are people so afraid to heal? Oh my God. I feel that this may be a two show series just off of this alone. We need to talk about this thing called healing. And so, We have been saying it and we're going to continue to say it. If you have any questions or topics or maybe you're going through something in your marriage and you want to keep it quiet as far as the identity, but you really need help with the situation, please feel free to reach out to us via these avenues. We have our Facebook page, our Instagram page. We even have our YouTube channel, which is all entitled Marriage Mondays with the Kings. I believe you can search us out Twitter um marriage mondays with the kings, but our Twitter handle is K-E-N-Y-A-N-S-H-A-N, or simply just email us at marriage mondays at my dot com. This has been a loaded show, Mr. King. Oh,
0: yeah, definitely.
1: What, what you got? What you got to take I, us out in this last I, I, minute? I
0: can't say nothing because that last uh, question <laughs> of the week for next week, I already wrote my answer down. You already wrote your answer down? I already wrote down. down. I'm, oh, I'm ready to God. do the show right now. I
1: know, right? I know, right? So, yes, yeah, so we have that show that is coming up. Like we said, no matter what it is that you are dealing with, don't suffer in silence. Inbox us. Know that we will keep your information, you know, uh, quiet. A lot of people say, hey, you all can use my name. We don't even care. And we also ask you to look on our social medias because from time to time when we have an upcoming show and we would like other people's insight and feedback on what they think, we will post a question. And generally it's titled question of the day. We will post the question and we will ask. We generally only mention the first names on the show um, in reference to reading that question. So if that is You send it to us. It may take us a day or two to respond because, of course, we get a lot. But your uh, opinion on what you think or how you feel or even if you don't even agree with us on the things that is said on our show, we respect that. Okay? Mm -hmm. So we ask that you will come back next Monday, September the 16th at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time and join us. But we thank you so much for joining us this week. We ask that you come back next week at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And as always, keep it locked right here on KRGN 98.5 FM, The The Rock. Rock.